Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to episode 12 of All American Back in the Day. Today, we are talking about Spencer's past, Olivia's past, and Coop's future. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, All-American fans. So happy to be back here with my lovely panel. Uh, Today, we are talking about the past back in the day, and it's not as nostalgic and cute and cookie-cutter perfect as we we wanted it to be, (laughs) but it is the past, and the past is in the past, but... We're going to talk about how it affects the future, and the way we're doing this, the way we're setting up this week's episode is we're going to get into Spencer's past and talk about how that has affected his relationships with his first girlfriend, Layla, and also his communication skills, in addition to how it might have impacted his transition to Beverly Hills High School, and then we're also going to talk about Olivia's past and talk about her potentially relapsing, even though she didn't, uh, her one-year sobriety, and how her past has affected her relationship with her family and her peers, and finally, we're going to talk about Coop's uh, Coop's future, um, as as the episode ended with with her relationship with her father and the arguably heartwarming or not heartwarming moment she shared with him. Um, but before we do all of that, I'm your host, Mina, and to my left... It's me, Sierra Chanel. Hey guys, it's me, Angelo Garcia. Good to be back. And Chris isn't with us today, but she will be joining us in two weeks uh, when the next episode airs. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your overall thoughts of this week's episode? Overall thoughts, I was pretty emotional during some (laughs) moments. I mean, that's like every week. But um, specifically with everything going on with Coop and her family, I know we'll dive into that later. Um, I was just like really, it was real. It felt very real. Yeah, I agree. It was a really heartwarming episode. Mm -hmm. Not much action, but love. Emotion. Lots of love. Yeah, lots of love. I I kind of liked how this was the first episode where instead of it being super like scattered and talking about everyone, they focused on three key players. Yeah. So Spencer's past, Olivia's past, and Coop, and it was just so like organized in a way. I felt like it was so easy to keep along with everything that was happening, and it wasn't. Um, there was a lot going on, but there wasn't. It was really easy to absorb, and I to loved, track with it. Yeah, and I loved like. You know, seeing how different the characters were in the past from mm. their from their present characters, it was a night and day different. Totally, I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's I'd like talk- to see some more past people. I uh, yeah, yeah. Same like here. I want to see bad Spencer. You know, we always see good Spencer. Don't we yeah. want to see bad boy Spencer running around? And yeah. I want to see Coach's wife, but like you know how she had the straightened hair and mm-hmm. she looked totally different and so not odd. as. Yeah. I feel like we've been, like, wanting context for why a lot of characters are the way that they are, and we finally got a little bit of that today, a little which is super nice. Yeah. For the main ones, yeah. For the mm-hmm. ones we love the most, at least. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's dive right into Spencer's past. Um, we, we see a totally different side of Spencer, one that's a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, we always praise Spencer's character on this show and say, 
oh my gosh, how did he communicate everything so perfectly? <laughs> how is he so calm all the time? But we saw a pretty aggressive side of him in the past, uh, getting into fights, getting yeah. suspended in school, talking yeah. back to his mom. Um, what did you think about all of that? I was surprised because I see Spencer as like this angel child, and I just assumed he's been like this this in, his entire life, and he clearly hasn't. Um, yeah, we saw a completely different side of him, and I was just shocked to see him be that aggressive. I knew that was in him because he's an athlete, but it was weird to see him just like, be so impulsive and like fight for literally no reason yeah that was weird to see too because we always see such a gentle side but i like this bad side i'm telling you like the show would have so much fire if he was swinging on ash or swinging on everybody (laughs) he's being responsible and safe yeah but is responsible entertaining for for a tv show (laughs) yes it'd be more entertaining but for like a real life i'm like oh my god what's happening but angela i feel like it was more than just the entertainment factor i felt like you genuinely like that side of spencer Mm -hmm. a little bit more yeah because he's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Fiery. I feel like he, like he's like he channels his like emotions now like in like a different way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he like he kind of bottles it in and then like bottles. Yeah, right. He mm. bottles it in. Back in the day, like if he had something mm. to say, he'd just swing. Yeah. I'm like I'm looking at the chat right now. Taylor James said Spencer just has some bad <laughs> trust issues, and Spirit Hero says Spencer was a mess in the he past. He was a mess. He was a mess. He was a he mess. Was a no, mess. When Olivia was a way bigger oh, mess than Spencer. To that. He was, but mm-hmm. in response to that that comment in the chat, I want to say, well, would you guys be able to trust your significant other if they brought their ex to live with them? Yeah, yeah, I think regardless of what Spencer has been through, that's kind of a sketchy situation. We were kind of talking yeah, about Yeah, it's that. sketchy. But, like, I like I would trust my significant other, but it's you still... You wouldn't feel any jealousy. I'd be annoyed. No, I w- I'd be annoyed. Okay. I'd be pissed off because, he, like, <laughs> I wouldn't trust the other person, like we were saying mm-hmm. out there. Like, the other person could try something, and then that would just piss me off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just don't even want your significant other in a situation to, that like, would be, be yeah. uncomfortable exactly. or inappropriate. Like, exactly. someone gets out the shower, they're wearing a towel, like, anything. You just, like, don't. <laughs> the yeah, because they can't just you know? put on their clothes in the bathroom at all. They have to, like, walk out. And well, no, you, gotta air, you gotta air out. You gotta air out. <laughs> Yeah, I know, like, I, for one, would never be okay with that. I feel like even though I would have trust for my partner, that would just, it would also feel kind of humiliating and insulting. Like, why are you, like, why can't this girl find somewhere else to go? Exactly, yeah. There's so many other places she could go. Like, this holiday ends, there's anywhere. Move in with Layla, and then she goes and lives, or Asher. But then again, it's like, the kid was literally, like, homeless. It's like, put your pride and ego aside. He was, like, without a home mm-hmm. you know i go back That's okay but realistically is, yeah. he's staying at the baker's house why can't he just stay with his girlfriend and asher at that house wait what say that one more time spencer he can stay at that house with his girlfriend. Yeah, he that, that's what that's I what I said. That yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I like said. why like he's like probably like five minutes away at another house with another family just stay yeah. with your girlfriend I was yeah. thinking that, too. Yeah, like, what's his problem? Uh, yeah, I guess that wasn't part of the arrangement, though, with Coach and, and him having no distractions. But, yeah. Um, what do you think about his dynamic with his very first girlfriends? Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. You see, we see Spencer right now, like this Spencer. He's so respectful of women. He's so mindful. His intuition is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was like complete 180 to see him interact with his ex girlfriend and to just like completely disregard her feelings, not care about anything going yeah. on in her life. It was crazy. Literally, mm-hmm. I was, I was shocked. Yeah, I completely was different, Spencer. Completely different. But we don't know the situation with her either. Like I, like I felt yeah, like there was true. an underlying like issue. That's why he was acting that way. The for sure she was doing something sketchy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think she was doing something? Well, yeah. Why? Like he was so upset and like blew her off. There's got to be something deeper going on. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know. That I mean, she's like you know what I mean. Like she did him so wrong in a way. It's so interesting because when we saw that when we saw them together a couple weeks ago in the episodes prior, we saw such great chemistry, mm-hmm. uh, and we kind of kept wondering like why didn't this work out? Because we kind of got like the basic answer like oh he wasn't supportive of my activism and he didn't want to mm. be a part of that mm-hmm. but now we see that it's way more than that it's way there deeper were so many other issues mm. because i kept thinking if that was the reason like that that doesn't really add up it doesn't make a lot of sense but now i can kind of see like oh there was tension he was jealous mm. uh he was aggressive with mm. her and she probably didn't want to deal with that yeah. yeah imagine having a boyfriend that's just like fighting people all the time like that's just traumatic yeah, but I, he was fighting people for her. Yeah, I would just be like, fight, fight, fight. I get my yeah. head. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to get views, go viral. But um, anyway. Isn't that, it's like attractive. He's a bad boy. <laughs> Don't girls want that? I He's actually, got a cut on his face. I actually would hate that, though. I, I can really I would res- want a bad boy, but not like a fighting bad boy. You well, mean what's like the, someone What's the definition of a bad boy, then? He's rebellious. Yeah, like, I like someone that's like... He drives a motorcycle. Like, not even that far. Has, like, slick back hair and that a leather mean. jacket. I, like, what's that book? Greasers? Is, what book is that? Where they have, they all wear the white t-shirts and the slick oh, back hair. Oh, the... I know what you're talking about. Not yeah. even having to do with this. Irrelevant. I feel like you just want, like, a mafia guy or something. <laughs> mafia, yeah, they like don't fight. Hair. They'll just put a hit on you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't want them to fight. I want them no. to resolve things in a cleaner <laughs> no. way. Um, okay, so finally, um, let's also talk about how Spencer's past has affected um, like, I, we don't know this for a fact, but it might have had an effect of him moving to Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that? Do you think that was like 100% because of the way he was acting out, that coach was able to do the favor for the mom? I want to know, like, exactly what that conversation ended up looking like, because the conversation we saw did not look like Spencer was going to go to Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I mean, his mom was, like, literally at her wit's end, and I'm surprised it worked out, so I need a little bit more context. I know what's going on. I'm not going to spoil it for everyone, but I know what's going on. We'll save it for predictions. I'll just yeah, I'm not I'm not even, I'm not even gonna say it in predictions. But I know, I, know I know you have say. another announcement too. I do, I do. Hey guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, just give us a five star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We all love being a part of AfterBuzz TV, and it's meant so much to us. So we truly appreciate you guys supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying the shows. Yes, and keep joining us in the live chat as well. We love interacting with you. Uh, Any other comments? Any uh, other comments, concerns, I mean, anything? Taylor James, thank you for oh, yeah, participating tonight. I'm loving the interactions. He just was saying that it's exhausting, these uh, relationships that are going back and forth. Asher clearly knows his limits and his cheating ways. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was with Yeah, Layla. that's the thing. Asher's actually being respectful about it. Yeah. He is. 
So yeah, yes. he's kind but of like. Is it a facade? Uh, I know. think no. I think Asher literally is like, I have no one in my life, and <laughs> he's I not cannot blow mess it. this up. Yeah, <laughs> like I think he's like, I really need to get it together. Yeah, I feel like he's getting it together. Olivia has gotten a lot of her life together on her own, and and for almost a year now, she has reached sobriety, but it's been a struggle for her, mm-hmm. and a struggle that no one has really known about or bothered to ask her about, other than Spencer, who is super intuitive, kind, and kind of in everyone's business in a good way. The perfect um, man. Such a great friend. <laughs> such a great friend. I love the, the new present-day Spencer. Um, present-day. But let's talk about Olivia's past, because she was virtually unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. Straightened hair bags under her eyes. Oh, she looks like a mess. She, she didn't have eyes. It was just like two sunken in holes. And just just kind of like that that loopy behavior where she's like she you know, like she hadn't slept in dancing days. Dancing and, and kind of center of attention. Even at school she was like that. Yeah. Well mess. it showed the morning of school right? And she was like mm. in bed and she just like walks around, starts dancing around taking her drugs. So isn't there isn't it so interesting how there's not only a huge transition in personality but also in the way that she dresses and the way that her hair is, like, mm-hmm. I love how whoever handled the costume design and whoever handled makeup made such a conscious effort to show a more, like, cleaned up and also professional side of Olivia that was, like, more conservative and less provocative. Um, what do we think of past Olivia? Wreck. Yeah, Just bad. a wreck. But no one is paying attention to her. Like, yeah. even when she was dancing, they were, like, paying attention, and then Jordan walks in, and, like, they all leave her. Mm-hmm. Like, that made me so sad. Like, poor girl. Like, she's starving for attention. And, and, and she was center of attention for a little bit, and then... Yeah, but, like, right when her away. little... Like, and she, that's why she's, like, ripping Jordan to Asher. Like, she, like, <laughs> just probably just felt sad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think that has affected um, her relationship with her family now? Because we've clearly seen... That it, that it has, like... Drug use, signif- drug abuse. Yeah. I w- am kind of surprised by, I hate to say this, how little it's affected the family. Like, you would think that they would all just be, like, kind of freaking out and, like, treating her like a little child and, like, hovering over every mm-hmm. single thing that she's doing. And it's only been a year later, and the parents didn't even completely plan to go to her sobriety celebration or her first trip celebration. I don't know exactly what they're called. Mm-hmm. But... um. I would assume that they would be a little bit more involved in her life than they are. She did say, you guys are so worried about the next goal, the next thing, that you'd never live in the present moment. And Mm -hmm. she lives in the present moment because when you have abused drugs and you're trying to get back on your feet, it's the one day at a time approach where you're not thinking about tomorrow. You're just like, let me just get through this day and do the best I can in this present moment. How do you think that has kind of like created this uncomfortable and distant dynamic within her family um like living in the future versus living in the past well they haven't really addressed what happened i feel like like Mm -hmm. like it was so traumatic like even jordan said it was so traumatic for them that they kind of like pushed it to the back of their minds and like kept moving forward which is good in a way but like you have to address the problem and like deal with it before you try and push it away you know what i mean yeah. How, how could just, they have? Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, and they're all just like literally not on the same page. Like, 
uh, Jordan's mom didn't even know that he was doing drugs. It's little things like that. They're just all not aligned on really anything. Yeah, they're not really like a family unit, like yeah. together. You know what I mean? Why do you think there isn't open communication between the three of them or the four of them? I think it's just so go, go, <laughs> go, and everyone mm-hmm. is successful in what they do. And I think they're all very appreciative of the opportunities and the money that their family does have. But they're always doing things and kind of like Olivia was saying, they don't have time to just like stop appreciate everything around them and everyone around them yeah what would be some advice that you guys would give to someone who feels like the black sheep of the family well everyone's a black sheep yeah i mean like don't like don't let yourself feel like that i feel like everyone feels that way and talking to other people about that is probably the best way to realize like oh other people are struggling with yeah. whatever it may be. Because everyone's going to have their differences. Like, totally. not one family is going to be all on the same page. Yeah. And what are healthy ways to get attention if you feel like you're the just middle child or the neglected one? I literally just say I want attention. <laughs> like, just talk it out. Someone yeah, give me attention it. now. No, just yeah. talk it out. And the most, like, the most Leo of Leos. <laughs> I'm wearing the red today. And just, like, knowing that you're deserving of having attention and like your voice matters and yeah. your personality matters and like you are an important person like I think that's most yeah. of it and I feel like if you really want that attention at that time you can like sit someone down and be like hey like look I just want to talk about this and that you don't need to like I don't know like I feel like a lot of people who want attention just like push themselves away and make like make people chase them for the yeah. attention you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of times whenever you talk to people about these types of things then they're like oh, this is actually what how I'm feeling and what I'm needing. And then it's a great opportunity for you to kind of realize, yeah. like, oh, maybe... It's like a therapy maybe, session. Yeah, maybe I am thinking I need all this attention, but I'm not being realistic with, like, what I'm giving to others emotionally. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really good point. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think oftentimes we expect people to cater to our needs and mm-hmm. not realizing, oh, maybe there's a deficit somewhere. Like, what can I yeah. do versus what exactly. can they do for me? Um, so it's a great point. Uh, let's also talk about that really traumatic flashback with Olivia, where we actually see the entire night that the entire school has talked about play out in front of our eyes. We see her uh, overdose, we see mm. her interaction with Asher, and then yeah. we see that that very intense emotional scene where her parents walk in and find Jordan hovering over Olivia's body yeah. and trying to figure out what to do with her body because she's overdosed. Was that handled properly? Because I kept thinking, why isn't he calling 911? Why well, yeah. isn't he doing CPR? Why isn't he checking for a heartbeat? He's just, like, lifting her and, like, shaking her. Who, Jordan? Yeah. Well, no, when the parents came, they did the right thing. I feel like Jordan was just panicking, didn't really know what to do. Yeah, but when the parents right came after in, that they came. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. when the parents walked in, they took the right precautions, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, you just gotta, like, wake her up, and then, like, if she needs to throw everything up, you know what I mean? Like, take the precautions. She already thrown up. That was scary. Oh, she throwing up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was already, like... Yeah. Like, it looked yeah. like it. Yeah, that was scary. Um, I thought that scene was done really well, and it's just so sad to see people that young mm-hmm. deal with, like, any sort of substance abuse. Because you... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, whenever you're younger, like, people are so much more impressionable, and everything, all of your emotions are heightened to, like, a completely different extent. It's just a real topic with, like, everyone in America right now. Mm-hmm. Opioid abuse, just, like, pill abuse in general. Yeah. Um, it's really sad, and I thought it was, I don't know, a topical topic. What can we do to fix that? Fix what? Fi- fix drug abuse? Problem? Not just drug abuse, but, like, this 
this thing that goes on with like our younger generation of feeling pressured to try things to be cool or yeah. doing things because you're lashing out and you're being rebellious because you want attention. Well, I feel like, like how do you say no to that when you're in that environment? There's that, certain outlets is what I, like I feel like because like I feel like a lot of people glorify like drugs and stuff. So kids will like if they need an outlet, they'll try and like check that out because people are glorifying it. But if People glorify other, like, things. Like, oh, get into, I don't know, I'm just knitting. I don't know. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they can get into anything. It doesn't have to, like, That's what all the up. cool kids are doing. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. Like, everyone's glorifying, like, drugs. Like, all the cool kids are doing it. But, like, if, like, a cool jock was, like, knitting, I'm sure kids who are, yeah. like, having trouble would go knit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> off of that, also, like, you have such a large <laughs> variety of kids who go and get their wisdom teeth taken out. They're given, like, I don't know, what drugs do you get when you're on... Vicodin. Yeah, Vicodin, and then you get addicted to it. And that's, like, same thing with people talk about, like, housewives and, I mean, it could be a mom, a dad, a kid, anyone. You start taking these drugs and people end up being addicted to way harder drugs because they're Mm -hmm. so similar. Like pain meds and all that. It's so common. It's scary. It's really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to talk about drugs anymore, but we kind of have to (laughs) because we have to talk about the situation with Jordan that came up because Olivia brought it up. Mm -hmm. She outed him for his marijuana abuse, and everyone knows that when you're on a sports team, you can't have anything like that in your system at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's legal, you can't, as an Mm -hmm. athlete, you cannot have any sort of drug in your system. Um, So... What do, what do you think of what she did? Was it the right thing? Was it the wrong thing? Can you empathize with her well, she didn't for outing out her brother? Right? She like she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. But she knew. But she still said it. Oh, like bringing it back yeah. in the air. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like she was kind of trying to cop out. Like, mm-hmm. like she was like, all the attention was on her, and like she, all the issues were on her. So she was like, well, Jordan has issues too. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she was kind of tossing tossing it on him and a little it bit. Ended up being a good thing that she said it because, like I said, yeah. everyone was just not on the same page. Yeah, I I love that it tied back to that, because it did feel like she was genuinely just trying to say, like, no one knows what's going on, everyone's Mm -hmm. on a different page, no Mm -hmm. one is there for each other. No, yeah, I agree. it was her way of saying, I want us to be a family, without saying, I want us to be a family. Mm -hmm. So I I did like how it played out. Um, We later see that that coach confesses to his wife that he did something really bad and he says this is something that could not only jeopardize my career as a coach or my son's future in football but also your future mm-hmm. in advertising which that part didn't make any sense i don't know how it would jeopardize his wife's career but um we finally see that jordan is eavesdropping so conveniently on the conversation and happens yeah. to hear everything uh what what's going on, guys? I think he's gonna shoot himself in the foot, and like you were saying Jordan's earlier, gonna like, tell someone. yeah, he's gonna tell someone <laughs> or just like bring it back up to light, and it's just like it's already happened, it's done. The only way it's gonna get out is if Jordan tells someone. Well, for sure he's going to, because he's like, he's gonna be like, oh, I'm not worthy enough. Like my father had to cheat for me. For yeah. Sure. He's going to make a huge thing. Was it a cheesy moment that he just so happened to be conveniently located next to the conversation? I think he was listening. It couldn't happen any other way, though. Yeah, I think he was like, it was a likely scenario. No, no, I know that, but like, that he was conveniently there right when a secret. When that was said, you're saying? Yeah, like, Uh, how would he know to eavesdrop? That's That's what I mean. I mean, I don't know. I kind of think it was like, I kind of thought it was kind of natural because they were talking about how they were going to get on the same page. Like, that was the whole point of the conversation. And so I think it was kind of natural that, like, 
he went to further detail about what he did with the drug test. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like Jordan was trying to hear on the conversation anyways, because he, like, he just got, like, ratted out, what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. So he's, like, trying to piece together what his parents are thinking, maybe, so he's just, yeah. he's dropping a little bit. We, we finally see a transition in his character, though, mm-hmm. where, um, this was one of my favorite moments of the entire episode, where we see a closer bond to his sister than we have ever seen before. Because mm-hmm. I've always felt like they weirdly led separate lives. Mm-hmm. Although he seems to, like, you know, not like Asher because of what Asher did to her and all these things. Mm-hmm. But we still don't really see this close dynamic between them at all. Yeah. Um, and we finally see this super heartwarming moment when Olivia is accepting her award for one year of sobriety where he's he's the only one there with her holding her hand supporting her mm-hmm. um and then finally at the very end the parents come in too because they couldn't come in earlier <laughs> so let's talk about i that. was upset yeah like this is a big deal they were like <laughs> we had other plans but we made time for this like no this is a really big deal yeah, but they were going to the ocean club for dinner it's a beautiful restaurant yeah <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Yeah, yeah, like that was ridiculous. But they had to add that because the whole the whole like argument, like, oh, we're not mm-hmm. a family. No one supports each other, so they had to do that little part. Yeah, no, but I mean, I think that Jordan and Olivia's relationship really struggled whenever she was going mm-hmm. through all of the drug everything, and um, I thought it was a really beautiful and amazing moment to see them come back together, but. It's just so apparent that Jordan is still, the whole family still processing everything that happened to Olivia and especially Jordan. They've all kind of processed it differently. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Like, it's just so clear that Jordan is kind of now at a point where he's able to, like, move past it with his sister. Whereas before yeah. he was just kind of ignoring that it even happened, you know? Yeah. And I think that was the main issue, too. Like, he was just pushing it to the back of his mind. And he just had to sit down with Olivia and, like, talk about it. I feel like they didn't discuss it at all after it happened. Yeah. Were you surprised that Spencer wasn't there? Because I remember that was running through my head. He's kind of part of the family. He lives Mm. there. Why isn't he there? No, because they had a love affair in my head. So, like, if he he was there... he still lives with them. Yeah, but if he was there, it'd spark something with Olivia. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know. Because he was the one who was concerned about her and talking to her and asking about her Well, he's just a nice guy, though. And he's also Mm -hmm. the only person who ever asked her about her progress. That's true. Yeah, but he's just a nice guy. Yeah. Where was he? Yeah, that's... That's the real question. That's literally what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, was he with with Layla? Like, no. maybe if it was the weekend, he's probably at home. Yeah. With his family. Yeah. Or maybe he's somewhere that we don't know of, and it'll be in a flashback in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird that that whole thing wasn't a way bigger deal. Maybe she didn't want it to be a big deal, but mm-hmm. a year of sobriety is, like, a huge deal. She sounds and like Layla wasn't there on... either. Yeah, Layla. I, want, I feel like she just didn't tell anyone. I thought Asher was going to be there. When when it panned yeah. to the back, I'm like, Asher's standing there. They're going to mm-hmm. fall in love right now. Oh, wow. But, yeah, nothing happened. Uh, maybe he was in the corner. Yeah, maybe. drinking. But, uh, drinking. Let's move on to Coop and talk about Coop's relationship with her father and her mother and Spencer, mm-hmm. because they're all very different dynamics. Um, this is the first time we see her father ever mm-hmm. in the cute ep- moment. Yeah, very yeah. cute. I have never seen this side of Coop ever. Yeah. Her face lit up. Like a little kid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She just, like, went and, like, ran into his arms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we find out that she's going to meet up with her family um, she wants to be emancipated, mm-hmm. but she's also trying to get approval from her mom and, and have everything patched up again. Yeah. Were you expecting 
what ended up happening during that meeting. I wasn't. I was expecting them to get back together because the moment when she saw her father was so like heartwarming. I was like, oh, this the heartwarming is going to carry mm-hmm. on into the into the dinner. Mm-hmm. What about I, you? I was proven wrong. Yeah, I I was. I don't. I really didn't know. I didn't even know she had a dad. I mean, that might have been. Yeah, I didn't I either. Missed. So I was just like, kind of. I didn't really have feelings. I was just really confused. More so that we had never heard of her dad before. What do you, mean? you were crying. At the end, I was like, at the end, yes, I was very emotional. Why? Well, we were talking about this earlier, like, I mean, a lot of um, families, regardless of race, ethnicity, in, like, lower socioeconomic areas, there aren't a lot of men that are really fully supporting their entire family. And so it was such a cool moment to see, I mean, for me especially, I'm black, obviously. It was really cool for me to see, like, a black man in that environment be like, I'm not letting my family go. I want us to stick together, and I'm going to fight for this because that's, you know, kind of the opposite of what a lot of people experience. So I thought it was a really emotional and touching moment. It was really cool. No, it was. Yeah, I agree. Because we see, I mean... You were equally touched? Yeah, I mean, was very touching. We see, you know, Spencer's family. Like, Spencer doesn't have a dad, and um, many of their friends in the show in that area don't really have dads, and, like, that is a complete contrast of anything that we've really seen. So I thought it was cool. You see, for me, I was more touched by their interaction in the beginning when Coop first sees her dad and when he talks about the genuine effort to make everyone a family again. Mm-hmm. And the end scene just didn't have the same effect on me as the initial scene because of everything that had transpired. I just felt like, oh, like, yeah, this is all great in theory and, and these are words, but let's see some action. Like, like put pressure sham. on your wife. He quit sham. his job. Like, yeah, but he, he didn't need to. I think that was it, putting but pressure he, on the wife, too. He needed to quit his job. The only way that he could say there was if... Uh, Tyrone, whatever Tyrone was doing was, like, really the only way that he could stay there and, like, continue to be successful. So him mm-hmm. quitting was, like, a huge deal. And he's still supporting his wife. And, I mean, now he has to try and find a new job, you he's know? He's, like, supporting everyone in, like, one action. Why did yeah. he quit the job, though? That was the part that didn't fully make sense to me. Why did he have to do that? Well, because Tyrone said, like, he was going to mess up his job if Coop didn't come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Coop's not home. Yeah, so, but he, but now he's fully aware. I mean, do you think that he's fully aware of the things that she is doing with Tyrone? No. That's, but I think that was the main kn- question. I don't think he's fully aware, but I think he knows that it cannot be probably good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably what put a little bit of a sense of urgency on mending this relationship. Well, he might not even know if anything's going on because Tyrone's yeah, just like, like a friend, probably in the neighborhood, could be, you know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so really, it could be anything. I really wonder how much he knows because that's why I was like, why would he quit his job for this guy? No, yeah, I thought I would be shocked if it was anything other than like him genuinely wanting to get the family together. I'd be really surprised. Yeah, but I, but were you shocked when the initial like hug happened, and then when you found out he was just scamming her? No, you weren't. No. I was. I thought he was a sincere dude. I was like, I was sad, but I was like, dang, like got her but then like whenever he explained everything i was like okay maybe not yeah you because i went through that same process of being like oh super heartwarming oh super not genuine at all yeah Yeah. and then kind of like oh no it is genuine but because i was so upset about being tricked i couldn't like fully enjoy that moment i was just annoyed at that point her dad never had an opportunity in the heat of the moment when they were all in the backyard to like explain anything Mm -hmm. and then also even if he was gonna explain anything the mom was there so like 
I think that's why I wasn't really as shocked towards the end because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's like actually a good dude. Like he just like didn't really have his platform. I love how patience called right at the right moment I know. to set the trigger off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of course. But well, then like at the same time it's like I have like a significant other and I like literally call him twenty four seven. So like maybe it's not that weird. Yeah, but yeah. my question is would the mom just forget that Coop had a girlfriend? Like why did that upset the mom? Um, like, didn't she already know? Yeah, but I guess she, she was trying to, like, pretend like it didn't exist. So it was just a reminder. And then when she called, it, like, yeah, it was a popped in her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, the last thing I want to talk about is Coop's relationship with Spencer before we move on to our special segment. Um, so they have such a long history, and there's this whole thing being talked about how Spencer pushes everyone away mm-hmm. because he has abandonment issues from his dad. So whenever he gets close to someone or there's love... He pushes them away so that he won't get hurt again. But he can't really do this with Coop because she doesn't allow him to. And she says that she never allowed him to since they were kids. Mm-hmm. How cute was that dynamic? Yeah, I love those two. They have a great friendship. They're and so no matter cute. what, they're always, like, having each other's backs. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a great friendship, those two. They're cute. I love them. Who's yeah. more loyal out of the two of them? Probably they probably Spencer. Are. I can't even pick. No, but Spencer, like, Coop, like... Dipped on him for a little bit, remember? I feel like Spencer yeah, but... would die for her. Yeah, he loves Coop. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know, like, why. Like, that's that's exactly what I'm trying to figure yeah. out, too. Something must have happened back in the day. There's something that's unbreakable about their friendship, and I wonder if something happened early on that kind of solidified that yeah. bond in yeah. a way that nothing ever could in adulthood. Yeah. But then again, it's also like, I mean, it could have been whenever she got kicked out of her house, but then it's also like, once your parents treat someone like they're their kid, then they're just kind of stuck with you. Like I have, mm-hmm. I have friends that I'm like, oh my god, I literally hate you. But like my parents <laughs> call them and check in on them as if that's their kid too. And I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> so you're tied together for life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and they definitely have that relationship where they know each other's parents very well. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Final thoughts on this week's episode. I loved it. I thought it was so emotional. I never get to. Be emotional while I watch the show. I'm always on yeah, edge. I am just. We need more context about things. Yeah, it's, and it's we're a getting lot more close deeper. to the season finale, so we I'm are. like, I need some things answered mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> um. So now we're gonna get into our special segment, and this week's special segment is going to be what it always is: MVP of the week. So most valuable player, yeah. not necessarily football player, but whoever we think did the best job in any area of life in this mm-hmm. week's episode. Mm-hmm. Who would like to go first? I'm going to say Coop, because she went through a lot in this episode, and I loved how at the end she was like, I'm amazing, I'm a boss, I'm really yeah. cool, and you guys might not appreciate it, but one day you will, and hopefully for you it's not too late. Like It was just so cool to see her have her moment of empowerment, mm-hmm. to just love herself and... Um, I don't know, we talk about how much we love her in, like, every episode that we mm-hmm. watch, and it was cool to, like, see her be like, no, I'm, like, actually really cool, so, yeah. I don't care what you think about me, I'm emancipated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. I'm gonna go with Asher. I mm, think Asher, Asher had it this week, because, like, he was such a big person, you know, we always see him, like, messing around, being stupid, but, like, when Spencer, like, was already messing with them. Like, he was such a big person and so much more mature than Spencer was acting in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> so Asher wins in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I want to say Jordan, just because I feel like this week was the first time... 
Well, we actually saw him be openly communicative with his father in the mm-hmm. past, but I feel like this was the first time we see a more emotional side of him where mm-hmm. it's not anger, it's not, you know, it's not like necessarily a negative emotion, it's regret, but in a way mm-hmm. where he really owns up to his actions with his little sister and he explains where he's coming from. And he changes that behavior by being there for her. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very rare for someone to take full responsibility when something like that happens and to be there for someone in that way Um, and to admit, hey, I'm so sorry, I didn't know how to handle this, I kind of removed myself from the situation. Like, what he did kind of showed me a completely different side to him. So Mm -hmm. I have so much respect for Jordan now. And I'm curious to see what he's going to do now that he knows his dad Helped him. Yeah. <laughs> helped him with. Um, I'm not even gonna with, get into my predictions. His mouth shut. Well, oh, he won't. There's let's no talk way. about predictions right now. Uh, oh. I don't even know if I have any good ones. I have some good ones. I'm gonna keep the good ones inside. I'm just gonna say the basic ones. Say the good ones. No, no, no. I'm gonna keep the good ones in. I'm keeping the good ones in. The basic ones is Jordan's gonna blow it. Mm-hmm. Jordan's gonna blow it bad. Who's Jordan. he gonna tell? The girlfriend or whatever happened to her? No, he's gonna start telling everyone. He's gonna tell Spencer, "You gotta know what happened." He's gonna tell his his freaking friends, JJ, and then the whole Chris, team. Maybe everyone, the whole team's gonna start talking, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gonna get back to one of those big people, and it's over for Jordan. I'm mm. telling you, I'm telling you. Mine, Olivia and Jordan's mom. We're so close. Jordan's mom. Oh. We're so close to finding out what the deal is. She has a trip this weekend. She's going out of town. She's a cheater. That's my. I know I've been saying it, but we're so they're so close to telling us. I, I feel I it in my saying, bones. Yeah, I, I feel it. I keep saying that, but you guys are so cynical to think that. What if she's doing some amazing work? She's like doing what? something bad. She's, she's doing, doing work, bad. but we don't know what she's doing. Oh, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what it is yet. Oh, um, any other predictions before? Uh, before moving I want to hear a good one. No, no, I'm keeping it inside. Yeah, no, no, I'm waiting for that. No, no, I'm keeping it one, inside. I want more. everyone to tune in next time. I'm keeping it way inside. We're off <laughs> next week. Yeah, I'm two then. weeks, three weeks. Whenever we're back, <laughs> it I'm keep, keeps over. getting higher and higher. You yeah. don't have a prediction for us. Tell you guys in a month. Um, what do I think is gonna happen? I predict that we are gonna have a very special guest in the studio in two weeks, but we mm. can't say who she or he is going to be, because you're going to have to tune in next week. Uh, but before we get going, guys, I'm your host, Mina Wahab, and you can find me on Instagram, at Mina Makes Magic, um, or you can go to my website, MinaWahab.com. I am at Sierra Chanel. You can find me on literally every social platform, at Sierra Chanel. And guys, you can find me on Instagram, at Angelo Garcia, with three A's. Thanks so much for joining us uh, this week. And make sure in the comments section below, you tell us who you think your MVP was for this Mm -hmm. week's episode. And tune in uh, in the next two weeks for our newest episode. Take care, guys. See you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.